Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's episode of Living the Dream. Yes, this is week number six of this series, and we've got some really good stuff. My name's Mark, I am the producer of this, and I try to hold it all together, and I'm joined, as usual, by our irregular comedians. They are Mr. Adam Morrison-Jones and Mr. Paul Tingey. So, in this week's show, we discuss what me and Paul have been up to when we've had time off work. AMJ's flashback videos that he's been doing, and they were good, they're good. The Super Mario Brothers game that sold for a massive amount of money at an auction recently, and the Pokemon cards that sold for £300,000, but were they worth it? Paul and Adam come up with the idea of a Amazon Prime Bulance, yes, ambulance service by Amazon. And uh, Geraldine has her business plan for an unusual service. We also discuss the woman who has been licking everything in a supermarket. Uh, Dover football team actually won a match. And I went to the Disney store last week just to get some nice stuff. And we've got the big news of the new Barbie dolls. Yes, they're creating Barbie dolls of scientists. And we've also got the quiz, of course. Yes, the now world-famous quiz with a celebrity comedian guest. And this week, it's Wilson. Yes, he's here and he does rather well in the quiz. He's quite funny as well. So sit back, relax and enjoy another week of living the dream. How are we, guys? Yeah, really good. I'm all right. I'm back to work tomorrow. This is the longest period I've had off work. Probably in about three years. It was for me. For these, I had two weeks off, and that was the longest time I've had off in many, many years. Well, if you only include the brain surgery, you was off for months. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was off <laughs> sick. That's different. What did you do with the two weeks off? What have you done with your time off, lads? You look like you've had a ball. This this sounds like that when when you're dad walks in and you're, you've had six weeks some holiday to get your homework done before the new term and he goes what have you done in these six weeks what have you done, <laughs> what, have you done? what have you actually done oh uh, so you've been playing sonic free have you yeah. you stay away that game's dodgy <laughs> the composer of sonic 3 is uh, even dodgier allegedly H- however however um i didn't have a full two weeks off i didn't have a full two weeks off um, I've done loads. My 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 little holiday has been action packed. Uh, for those of you who who are friends with me on Facebook, would have seen pictures going up and me um, trying to smile in the background. Not because I wasn't having fun. It's just that I knew I was ruining the picture by being in there. Um, but no, I went to the London Dungeons. Well, you know about that. I said about that last week, didn't I? Mm. Since last week, what have I done? Well. We recorded last Tuesday, so I went to Warmer Castle, had a lovely picnic in the gardens, it's where the Queen Mother used to like going before she died. Um, on Friday, on Friday, I went to Crabble to watch the Mighty Whites of Dover Athletic beat the Horny Hornets of Watford 4-1. Uh, 
then Saturday. Saturday, I cooked a roast dinner for my mum and dad. That was very nice. Very nice. In their house. So mm. my mum's had to do the washing up. Um, yeah, gas. I'll see what you're doing. I'll cook you dinner, mum. Although I actually just loaded her dishwasher for her to be nice, uh, but she did help. Um, then we had uh, a lovely day in Legoland on Sunday. And today, um, well, actually, yes, yesterday I went to watch a film at the cinema. What film do you think I went to watch? Um, Paw Patrol. You are correct. Really? I went to watch Paw Patrol yesterday. <laughs> it was either that or The Suicide Squad. You picked wisely. <laughs> yep, I picked very wisely. Um, and I'm not ashamed to, to admit it. I cried during Paw Patrol. I would too. Knowing that I just spent money to sit down and watch this. Um, no, actually, there was, there, was, there was a very touching moment between Chase and Ryder. It really hit me in the feels. Um, and then Patrol. Is it an actual movie or is it one of those films that is basically four episodes they put together? No, to it's, a, it's, it's a standalone film. It, I, I was shocked at how well they turned it into a standalone film. So well done to the writers and creators of Paw Patrol. And, and then today, today I built a trampoline. I'm sorry. All by myself. It said two people should be doing it. I'd done it by myself. Wished I did have somebody else helping me, though, because some of it was quite tricky to do by yourself when you had to do, put two things together that are eight feet apart from each other. Let's just say the wall became my friend as I was leaning things into it. <laughs> However, don't tell next door, but one of their dogs might run into my garden in the next couple of days because <laughs> of a hole in the fence. Also, the, the idea of a dyspraxic man on his own building a trampoline, which is, contains quite a lot of elastic, is just, yep. just beautiful. I wish I would have seen it. A trampoline. You, you might be able to see, I've sliced my thumb up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazingly, that wasn't what I was doing the trampoline. I was walking into the house and managed to gash my thumb up on something. Sharp doorbell. Sharp doorbell, yeah. <laughs> Just about a dull one would probably do it in for me as well. But yeah, that's what I've done my week. What about oh, you, what? Jay Critters? Sorry, um, I gave you my full itinerary then. Oh, Actually, yeah. I didn't. Because, because on Monday night was the, was, was the best night last night. I, I, I went out for a date with my lovely wife. Ooh. You never did. Was she nice? And she was. She looked drop dead gorgeous. And it was it's the first time since our youngest son has been born that we came home and there's no children in the house Ooh, I, bet, I bet you done. went i bet you took her straight to bed and went fast asleep no no i didn't i couldn't even wait to get upstairs dj critters we sat on the sofa and we watched because she's never seen it before father of the bride okay. and after recording this podcast we're going to watch father of the bride too Oh, I, I really thought good. you was going to say that you sat on the sofa after having a nice night out and watched Fifty Shades of Grey. That would not be my wife's cup of tea at all. No. no. Cup of coffee. Nor coffee. She hates hot Cold drink. orange juice. Cold orange, yeah, maybe. <laughs> she, she, do you know what? She doesn't like blackcurrant. And just before recording the podcast, I said, do you want me to make you a drink? She said, yeah. 
I made her a black card. As soon as I poured the water into the glass, I went, ah, oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I spent my couple of weeks off work um, doing bits around the house that needed doing that I kept saying I will get round to doing. And uh, and then playing on my sim racing games, actually bought a couple of new ones as well, as they were highly discounted in the PlayStation Store. I mean, that's got a lot better. I remember when Sims just used to be people and sometimes pets. And <laughs> out racing. Simulation racing with the... Uh, of course, I've got the whole steering wheel and pedals and seat and everything all set up in the in the lounge. So, uh, yeah, it was quite nice to do that and uh, catch up on a bit of the old model painting. And last Wednesday, I was extremely last minute invited to do a little show. Oh, yeah, I was asked to join that week because you were on. I said no. Yeah, that that thing we do on a Wednesday. Yes, the Trevor Feelgood live Facebook thing. I'd never even seen it. Yet, ten minutes before, and he went, I ain't got no guest, do you want to come on? And I went, what do we do? And he went, I just asked some questions. And I went, no. Like Dave the Elephant's quiz, and he went, no. Nothing like that. Yeah, but then didn't he bring in an elephant and a giraffe for last week no no oh he he sent me a message saying about that he'd done elephants and giraffes this week to try and get a lawsuit out of me <laughs> it was gonna right. it's like digimon and pokemon isn't it digimon gotta Ooh. find them all um, you been up to anything nice amj what nothing really i've just just been working and gigging it's all been a blur i'm trying to think what i actually did last week you've been gigging with oh, blur don't don't yeah i was about to say don't say that to radio x how much well, like oasis you'll never get on oh exactly being a big blur fan old radio x yeah, yeah so uh yeah so did a gig on friday in faversham been up to that london done some stuff up there it's been it's been really nice trying out new material it all seems to be working which is nice, because people who have seen me more than twice would see the same routine. Yep, but you always say, I'm trying something new tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying something new tonight. Yep, so if it, doesn't land, if it doesn't land, you say, that's the new bit. After work, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then pull out your old stuff. Uh, I've, I've been making videos. I've been making videos for YouTube called Flashbacks. Where uh, each week I uh, go back to something in my childhood and then I open it, I do a live unboxing and uh, have a little bit of history about it. This week I spoke about Pogs, uh, Batman the Animated Series Pogs. And next week, I can tell you what I'm doing, I'm filming it tomorrow. I've got Batman the uh, original movie cards from 1989, the 90s and Batman Forever. And I'll be opening them. Flashbacks. You know what? That links quite nicely into this news story that I found earlier. Because um, you like your old stuff, and you... Uh, how about the old um, Super Mario Brothers games? Yeah. On the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Some would say the best. Yeah. Well, um, a very good condition, in-box, actually um, sealed and certified version of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System sold for a massive amount of money at auction this week. 
this game from 1985, how much do you reckon it sold for? And this was at an auction in America, so it was in dollars. How much do you reckon it sold for? Uh, after the N64 one sold at like nearly a million, uh, and that's that's a, that's a lot more recent. I, I'd go about two two million. Bang on the money, two million. Two million dollars it sold for. Uh, and just to update you, the Super Mario 64 game sold for 1.56 million dollars. So yeah, it's about a million pound, uh, or That's just over a million insane. pound. But yeah, two million dollars, and it was bought by an anonymous person. So it made me think: Was it you? Was it me? Yeah. Well, let's right, live in that now. You've got to be a millionaire. Exactly. Well, this is it. And I do have a budget for the show. I mean, I've always spent £42.50 on five episodes. So, it could be. Could be. Blimey. I wish it. Imagine unwrapping that. <laughs> oh, wouldn't you just love to in front of everyone? Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even fit in my Nintendo. As you're trying to stick it into your Switch. I've got a bloody PlayStation. <laughs> Because you'd have, to, you'd have to unseal it. It's all sealed up in its proper case after it's been checked and uh, certified. Uh, uh, 9.8 out of 10. So it's a uh, very good condition, which is pretty wet, wet for 2 million. Um, there was also a uh, game, 1987 Nintendo game, The Legend of Zelda. That sold for quite a lot of money. How many? How much do you reckon that went for? I'm going to go with like 900,000 and I bet it's the grey copy, not the gold copy because weirdly the gold copies of that are more common than the actual grey ones. You know what? You are so close. Well, well, don't reveal the answer yet. I've got to have my guess. Yeah, he's close. So, how close? close? And in which direction? Very close. However, this is Price is Right. He's lost. Um, Because I had this as my weird news story as well this week. Oh. Um, so I know exactly <laughs> how much it was. Oh. That's why I was letting MJ go first. Uh, it's $870,000. Crazy amount of money. And you can't play them. They're just to go on a shelf. Isn't it weird, though? Like, you think something like that that you would have, like, as a child, first thing you would have done is, like, half the time you threw the boxes away. Yeah. They were cardboard boxes. It's not like the Mega Drive boxes where they were like plastic, or like when they were discs. So like that's that's insane. That amount of money for a a game you you would never play. Did you see this week also, or maybe a few weeks ago, the group of businessmen who bought a box of first edition Pokemon cards for three hundred thousand pounds, and they were fake. <laughs> ha, ha 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 ha! Oh, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, they were fake. Someone had just resealed old Pokemon cards and uh, put them in a box and charged £300,000. £300,000 for Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. It just yeah. blows stuff you play with in a playground. £2 million on a computer game. That what? makes no sense. <laughs> no. It's crazy. What oh, could you yeah. spend that on? Um... Uh, you could get yourself two Legends of Zelda from 1987 in condition <laughs> and have a little bit of money spare. Good idea. Or you could buy a Nintendo with every single game ever released for it and just enjoy it. 
I do. Do you know what? Um, I used to like it when rich people and their bits of vainness was they'd go and build a hospital with their name on it, or a library, or a school. Not fly up into the sky, into the you know stratosphere, in a cock-shaped bloody rocket. That that money could have built a lovely little hospital. It could have, it could have changed people's lives. But in all fairness, in America, you'd have to pay for the privilege to go to that hospital. Yeah. <laughs> but you could get like Amazon, like oh, he, he's missing a trick. He could have Amazon ambulances to pick up people with their parcels and take them to hospital. And if you're a prime member, you get you get great service. If you're not a prime <laughs> member, you have to pay more for next day delivery to the hospital. <laughs> you, you wait there. I'm dying. I do not care. You should have we, upgraded. We will get to you in three to five days if you pay your two dollars forty nine. Yeah. I, I still haven't signed up to Prime because I think it's a racket, but you can buy a racket. Then, it's not that loud. I have you both got Prime? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh maybe I should I use it um, to order stuff for work and so just uh, my wife a lot so it's it's good to get the next day delivery in yeah and the tv shows and the music oh there's a lot more to prime that while we advertise in prime we just slagged him off and now we're giving him a glowing report of his services <laughs> well he doesn't own it anymore does he he's not part of amazon anymore he stepped no. away so we can take the mickey out of the phallic club and rocket man uh, a bit like out and john um or uh, and then we can praise his former company. Oh, I like not their work ethic. Well, not their work ethic, but their working practices. I really don't want to use Amazon oh, ever no. again. So, sorry, AMJ, but at the moment, it just looks like Cridland's just having a bit of sex. Yep. It's just like he's <laughs> sat on your trampoline, mate. I, I just yeah. like, are you all right? Do you need a wee? Did you want to take a quick break? Sorry, I was getting excited there. Um <laughs> <laughs> was it the fault of next day delivery? That's what it is. I, t- t- I just can't wait for it to come. Talking of uh, waiting for it to come and next day deliveries, um, Geraldine's come up with a business plan that she wants to pitch to you guys before she goes to Dragon's Den. Do you want to hear it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Is Geraldine here? Uh, I'll, I'll, call her, I'll call her in. Actually, Critters, call her in like you do for Dave. All right. Geraldine, are you there? Don't talk to me so condescendingly, you bearded d**t. Now, listen here, boys and girls. Now I've got your attention. Listen, Deborah Meaden, I want you to partner up with this. You listen f***ing good. Right, think about it, right? You're all rich people. You don't like your wives. You don't like your husbands. And you're having multiple affairs. How about when you have a seedy affair with a prostitute and... You ain't got time to go on the internet and have a look at everyone. You use this, or you don't, you can't take them to a hotel or to your holiday home. How about this? Clit and collect. <laughs> go on. You, you stroke a little button on your screen that looks like a clitoris. And as you rub it, the lady gets alerted. And you just go and collect her and take her to the predestined destination. Normally a travel lodge because they give me good discounts. Because Clayton looks after their security for them. Clit and collect. 
I'm working on one for the females who like the males called Dong Deliveries. Dong Deliveries? Is that more of a Premier Inn-based one? No, still Travel Lodge. So you're getting all-you-can-eat buffet? Too right. And I tell you what, if, if, you, if you get the subscription, you can eat all you want with that <laughs> click-and-collect lady. Uh, I, th- I think it's good. They'll even put bananas up there, just in case you get tired halfway through and you give yourself a little energy boost. The thought of you selling this to Dragon's Den, I'm out. <laughs> Literally out. <laughs> I can't, I I can't be a part of this one. Anywhere near it. <laughs> I tell you what, that, that Duncan Bannertine, if he's still there, he'd be in. Because I know he f***ing likes that. No, if no, I'm out. still there. I can't do it, I'm out. <laughs> I cannot do it. You can. He's my best customer for three weeks. Uh, what, three fact weeks? I could take him all in my mouth because I'm so good at deep throwing when I'm a giraffe. Was that during the uh, the Open Golf Tournament? When he was down here? No! No, it's before he's married. Let's not get him in trouble. <laughs> well. Yeah, if anyone researches this and tries to track down a giraffe. So, talking of a female licking things, um, there's a woman that has been filmed licking everything in the shop, claiming that it's good for her. To be licking everything in a shop. Have you got a number? Because I, I do need some more people who this click and click bounces off. Well, maybe. So this was, um, she was doing her shopping in a supermarket and she was filmed. Uh, it was all for a big a big thing that she does on, on social media uh, to say that everything she licks is good for her because the uh, exposure to germs build defences is what her big thing is. She's um, she's got, she's apparently she's well known in Colorado in the U.S. for her outlandish That's views on vaccinations and the pandemic. So her videos attempt people, um, well, she attempts to convince people that they need to be free and just lick everything and get all the germs because it will build up their immune system. Whereas many people in the U.K. are still wearing masks. In supermarkets, she's going around licking the doors, the handles, uh, the tills, and uh, pretty much everything else she can get her hands on, or her tongue on, as it were. I, I know it's not legally required, but if there's a sign on the window before going in saying, please wear a mask, it's just polite to follow their rules. Yeah, whereas she just likes to lick everything instead. Also, you wouldn't have done that pre-Covid. Oh, I, I used to do it all the time. I know, we, we've talked about this before. Yep. But, but, but what, 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 you know, when someone kind of understands half of the thing, going, yeah, you need some bad bacteria and some good bacteria, and there's a balance where someone's just heard, I can lick whatever I want and I'll be invincible. You know, like some people get bit by a spider and they die, they don't get powers. What? Yeah, true I'll that. Looking at, um, I've been I've been hunting spiders in in my holiday. I've got about twenty six bites. Well, this woman, with everything that it was like a massive uproar all over the videos. Her Instagram account, where she was posting all the videos, has now been deleted by Instagram. Wow. Yes, for um, 
for one, spreading false news is one thing that they put it down as, and two, um, there was too many complaints about it. So it's just, just it's so weird. Everything. everything, literally, the handles on the fridges and stuff like that. She was licking and. Uh, so that's someone who has clearly never worked in retail that's going around licking that stuff. Because I guarantee you, if she had worked in any shop or anything for at least two hours, you wouldn't even dream of licking anything. No. The uh, the main caption on this recent video of hers that got taken down pretty quickly was, Germs fortify your immune system Exposure to germs builds defences against asthma and allergies. Microbes help digestion. There is a small element to that, but licking everything is really not good. But you just said everything then, and I just almost blurted out, It's awesome! (laughs) (laughs) Everything is awesome! But licking everything is not. It's just, it's just nasty, and why, why? I mean, how long has she got to live, is my question. I don't know. It sounds it sounds pretty threatening, that question, Critters, I'm not going to lie. I know. Like, 16,000 followers she had at the time. Not anymore. How many followers? 16,000. So what? Jesus only had to have 12 to change the world. Don't need that many followers. Different times, so different social media outlets back then, weren't it? Yeah, big difference. Big difference. Anyone else got any uh, good news stories they want to bring up? Good news stories? Geraldine brought up her good news, but you two didn't seem to appreciate some of it, which I'm sure will get edited out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure some of it will. I apologise for Geraldine's um, uh, thought process at that point. Might explain some of the things I've been watching lately. Do you want to? Do you want to know some good news though? Oh, go on then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you pregnant? Yeah. There, there was there was a kitten in the local park the other day that got lost. Oh, that's not someone, good news. Someone picked it up, took it home with them. Been twenty minutes. I put it on Facebook. Been found. Given back to its rightful owners. How about Ooh, that? That is great news. It's lovely news. Great news. Yeah. Uh, also, other great news. There was a post on uh, Dover for Dovorians, and I think it was on there for a good fifteen minutes before everyone turned against each other. And those were fifteen blissful minutes. You know, there's there's lots of lovely things like Dover B Watford for one. That's lovely news. I what? I actually. And when I spoke to you, you said that you said if they bring a half decent team, we might be in with a chance. So did they bring their crap team? Um, they actually had a couple of first-team players, um, certainly players who who have played in the Premier League and Championship. Um, they had about six or seven of those in their team, and they had some under-23s. So when I saw their lineup, I thought, yep, yeah, I'm prepared for a big loss tonight. Hmm. But no, um, Dover played really well. Some of the people we had as trialists, I really hope we'll get to keep. Hmm. Lovely. Um, and... I think um, other good news. I do. You said Dover Dovorians. I I went to the Dovorian in Dover recently. Um, oh. It's actually Friday. Um, went in there and I had I had their bangers and mash. Lovely. How was it? 
I tell you what, the the gravy, the gravy was the best gravy I've had in a restaurant ever. And I've eaten in some very fancy restaurants. And you know your gravy. Like, if anyone mentions your name locally, it's like a full gravy pool they refer to you as. Well, do you know, I very rarely have gravy, actually. It depends on the cloud formation outside if I have gravy or not. So what type of cloud formation would it be for the older T-Rad to bring his gravy game? Well, that's the thing. I still make gravy for everyone else. Um, But it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. When when we next meet up, we'll go outside, look at the clouds, and I'll let you know if I have gravy or not that day. Well, this is it. Yeah, if, it's raining, if it's raining, there's a good chance I'm going to have some gravy. Talking of meeting up, though, just reminded me, of course, last Friday, I took Sarah up to Blue Water so that she can go to the Disney store, because, of course, all the Disney stores in the UK are closing down. Yeah, what, yeah, they're it? shutting them. Yeah, they're shutting them all because uh, obviously not making as much money, and online is doing better nowadays. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're closing them all shortly. Um, I believe it's next month, September. I think they're shutting them all. So uh, we said, right, as I've got still time off, we got to Blue Water, have a day out up there, and uh, yeah, went to Disney Store, got some few bits in there, even picked up a uh, a small thing for Mister AMJ. That you still got to pay me for, and I picked it up. I haven't seen it yet. And it was a tie-in oh. to last week's show as well. It was. It was uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit tree decoration, which I was really excited when you showed me you found that. Yeah. I saw it, and I went, that can't be. And uh, <laughs> I picked it up, and it was like, <laughs> me, it really is. I went, <laughs> He's there. you got to and take I... a photo. <laughs> and I had to, uh, yeah. Um, and... Critters. Critters. What? So you, he talked about that last week, and mm. you got them it. Yeah. I, can I just quickly talk about a, a second-hand car? Because uh, <laughs> I am in the market, and I know you have to drive past the garage when you go into your offices that sell cars. Well, so, thing is, I'm still working from home, Paul. That's fine. You, so... you go out driving. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I take Sarah to work. I might go to a supermarket, but that's it. Which supermarket? Well, it depends, doesn't it? Go to Lidl. Go to Lidl. <laughs> There's now four. No, I might go to a big one, not a little one. Hey, I'll go to Tesco then. That's <laughs> that's very close to Lidl. Basically, all I'm saying is, if I don't get a message during the week going, Paul, look at this seven and a half thousand pound car I bought for you. I'm yeah. not doing the show ever again. Neither would I, because um, I'd probably have nicked it, because I can't afford it. I'm but, giving Fridus some money, is, by the way, so this doesn't work out. He, he might get you a £7,500 car, but then you have to sign up to Critter's Finance. Oh, and you know what? In actual fact, it wasn't me that bought it. It was Sarah. So you owe Sarah the money, not me. I'll, I'll oh, give Sarah case. that money. In that case, then, I'll send her a message now. <laughs> Mark, said, Mark said you was going to buy me a car for £7,500. No. I'll be honest, I'll be at, uh, as long as it's got four wheels, get me to work and back, that's fine. One of those um, So I'm thinking about getting a and roller blade ones. and just uh, one roller blade, because that's got four wheels, <laughs> and just blade into work on one wheel. That'd be fine. Um, talk about buying things, though. 
as one last news story before we crack on with the quiz, have you seen that Barbie have created a new doll uh, with the hope of inspiring girls to get into science? Yes. Yes, I have. I have heard that. Science, technology, engineering or math, which is shortened to STEM, careers. Um, Yeah, they've they've made one. It's about bloody time. They made one of Dolly Parton. We got against Dolly Parton. Nothing. No. Um, this one is actually a a Barbie role model, and it's uh, designed to look like Professor Dame Sarah Gilbert, who uh, who were you know because she'd done a lot of work on the COVID nineteen vaccine, which is use around many countries in the world right now. So she's a, a big influence there. So yeah, their idea being that this uh, this will influence. Some uh, some new young doctors and scientists, hopefully. New young doctors, new young scientists, playing with their Barbies. Oh, yes. So the other ones, to go along with Professor Gilbert, uh, they are going to be a emergency room nurse, Amy Sullivan, who treated the first COVID-19 patient in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Dr. Ooh. Audrey Cruz, a frontline worker from Las Vegas. Uh, Dr. Shika Stacy Oruwu, I've probably pronounced that all completely wrong, uh, who is a psychiatry resident at the University of Toronto who advocated against systemic racism in healthcare. Uh, biometric Biomedical researcher Dr. Jacqueline Goes de Jesus, who uh, is credited for leading the sequencing of the genome for the COVID-19 variant in Brazil, and Dr. Kirby Whitby, who co-founded Gowns for Doctors, a gown that could be laundered and reused. So, yeah, there's a whole set of uh, scientists and medical staff that have been uh, turned into Barbie dolls for for young ladies or young boys to, to play with. And, uh, of course, they've got the Florence Nightingale one now as well. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're stretching out in uh, in hope of, yeah, influencing youngsters. And, and there's Rosa Parks as well. Mm. See, Loads. there's, there's so, Loads. Many. so many. So many. It's, it's good. It's good that, uh, yeah, so it's role models to look up to. Role models to look up to. Well, they would have to, because if, if the Barbies were put into... Um, Ratio, they'd be seven foot two or seven foot one. Really? Right, well, I think it's time for this week's quiz. Is Dave around? Is he awake? Um, I think he's just finishing off the last question. Mm, so... A lot of research has gone into this week's quiz. He's done mm. a question a day. Oh, nice. and Geraldine, Geraldine done one, so there will be there will be seven questions this week. Oh, and yeah. um, if all goes well, our quiz guest has only got one name. It's a single name, and it's yeah, not like or Beyonce. Could be either. You know, Beyonce, Beyonce's dad is Nick. Nick <laughs> that's amazing. I wish it, if only it was. You know the uh uh oh uh uh oh in the single ladies that movement she does with her arms yeah. inspired by Nick on DIY SOS as he's hammering into a MDF wall. <laughs> Dave, Dave, are you there? Oh, hiya! 
Uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, is it time for the quiz? It is, indeed. Have you got a uh, a jingle, a theme song? <laughs> oh, uh, Geraldine's going to sing this one this week. Ooh. <laughs> Am I supposed to be a character? No, yeah, you could just be Milton, mate. Or you could be Wilson. Or, or you can be Sweet Trevor Bollocks if you want. You could be whatever you want. I, I want to hear Sweet Trevor Bollocks. Can that be Trevor Feelgood? Yeah, it's, a, it's weird not having him on for once. Hello, I'm Trevor Field. Hello. Hello. Anyway, Dave, do do your theme song. <laughs> okay, Geraldine, uh, for the song. It's time for the quiz with Dave and Geraldine. We've got a special guest tonight. He's got lovely ears. I'd love to hold them when he's between my thighs. It's E.G. Example Given. Woo. Oh, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's quiz EG, Elephant Giraffe Example Given. Now, we have the wonderful, wonderful Wilson with us tonight. So, Wilson, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Wilson. And tell us a little bit about yourself, please, Wilson. <laughs> Did you want more than that? Yeah, yeah, if you could just give a little bit more about yourself, that'd be lovely. Hello, I'm Wilson. I'm 35 years old. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. More than that? No, that'd do. That'd do, all right. But, but I want more later, though. OK, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not much of a greedy elephant, but I do like some things to be done. Right. So, for all your new listeners uh, who are listening for the first time this week to hear Wilson, your hero... Um, what you need to do is, is take this quiz very seriously. And there's six questions. There's two for each person, but you all get to answer that question. But we go in an order. This week, we're going to start with DJ Critters, as, as normal, then AMJ, and then on to the lovely Wilson. Right, before we start, though, we've got two other players who need to introduce themselves. So, DJ Critters, take it away. Uh, yeah, so also known as producer Mark, and I um, try to hold this all together. I struggle, especially with Geraldine, but um, yeah, I'm here to have fun. Ah, you struggle to keep up with my demands, my son. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, AMJ, introduce yourself, please. Hello, I'm AMJ, and once again, a uh, funny job for the week. Uh, I'm a security officer for Morrison's. I'm a bit upset you didn't say you was a butcher. Because it I'm looked- a butcher. <laughs> to an event last um, week with Wilson. The story, the story, there's so much more since since that gig. Oh. There's more. Well, he, he, he came in and apologised and I paid his tab and then, and then asked for a beer and I went, no, mate, you're barred. And the look of anger in his face that he paid that tab outright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have... Do you have relevant authority to bar people? I, I do indeed. Oh, careful. This man had heckled me for 45 minutes. He, 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 and it wasn't just... It, it was... I, I'm going to say this. I think it was the worst heckling I have ever heard. Ever. It wasn't, um, it wasn't harsh, like insulting, but it was, it was persistent, to say the least. Yeah. Whoever was MC of that night or promoting it should have really helped you out a bit more there, Wilson. Well, 
Well, the, the MC that night just thought, I don't know, do I let him deal? I threw him out in the end. I mean, 30 minutes in, but still, I still threw him out. <laughs> right, let's start the quiz then. DJ Critters, start with you. What do the M's in Eminem stand for? And you get more points if you can name each one. Um, no idea. I'm going to go with... Um... Miles and Morrison. Oh, it's a good guess. I don't know the answer, but Geraldine does. Uh, 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 Jay, what do the M's in M&M stand for? Well, they're actually named after the inventors of the M&M, who everyone knows is McGann and McCann. Hence the M&M's. Oh, okay, Ooh. thank you very much. Did, say, the McCann guy, did the McCann guy lose a child? He, he did. For, for, for keeping it light, it's the McCain <laughs> chips. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I love a bit of tapas. <laughs> you put that chocolate out every night to try and get them to come back. <laughs> uh, Wilson, um, what do the M's in M&M stand for? McCain and McCann, he just told us, didn't he? Oh, that was his guess. Yeah, I was guess. Oh, I thought I, it was so convincing. I thought that was the actual answer. Mm. Um, in which case, I'm going to say they they stand for. Um, it's because they're small. They're, they're mini and micro. Oh, that's a good guess. That, if I was giving out points, I'll give you points for that. But you're not giving out points. I'm the point scorer around here, Dave. Now. DJ Critters, you took too long to answer and you bored the f***ing tears out of me so you get zero <laughs> points. MJ, soft, I, love the, I love the conviction in your answer. It was completely f***ing wrong, but I like the conviction <laughs> you get yourself 10 points. But Wilson, with your little glint in your eye and your lovely, lovely smile, I'm going to give you 15 bonus points for, for being logical. But the answer is Mars and Murray after the Creators, Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray. Yeah, I don't like him either. Apart from the peanut ones. I love peanuts. Big uh, fan of the crispy. No, I like, I like peanuts. They're well, good in uh, an emergency. They're good in emergencies. Yeah. Or sneaking sneaking in the pound world versions in into the cinema and you, you stick your middle finger up as you're going past the expensive sweetie cashier. Stick it up where? Whoever you want, but normally just in the air. Hang so, on, hang on. How do, you mean, how, how do you mean they're good in an emergency? What, so someone's breaking into your house? Let me grab some M&Ms. Throw them yeah, over. and you throw them on the floor and they slip over like mm. in Home Alone. If you start drowning in the sea, have an M&M. Stick two up your nose <laughs> and it, it'll, it'll stop the water going in. And if <laughs> someone's having an anaphylactic shock... It's great for an emergency because you just throw another peanut in and they die quicker. <laughs> <laughs> it lessens the suffering. If you haven't got anyone a Christmas present, M&M's. Mm. Wrap them individually. Ah. Well, out, can is, I... out is on fire, M&M's. <laughs> just seeing that. <laughs> the worst thing about that is you don't know your M&M's melted until you bite into it either. That's the worst thing. Right, if you throw it into like, a house that's on fire, imagine that. All oh, lovely M&M's. Ah, oh, they've melted. <laughs> the cat's dead. No one got the M&M's up its nostril quick enough. Oh, 
AMJ, over to you. There are only two mammals that like spicy food. One of them is humans. What is the other one? I'm going to go with the orangutan. The orangutan. Is, is that why they're all orange? Because they've been stained by all the lovely spices that go into spicy yeah. food. Yeah, exactly. Turmeric. Or what's it? I don't think they're spicy. Um, but Wilson. But you can get spicy what's it, Dave the Elephant. Oh, I learn something new every day. I've seen prawn cocktail what's which have been known to be spicy to the very, 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 very white people. <laughs> what? 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 I've got a mate, I've got a mate who eats some crisps and he goes, he says, these are really spicy. And they'd be like, cheese flavour. <laughs> I find tangy tomato spicy in my trunk. But, oh. Tangy. Yeah. There are two mammals that like spicy food. Uh, one of them's humans. Well, what was the other one? Is it, um, am I supposed to be asking or telling? Um, you, either I think, or. I think the other one is now. I could be wrong here, but is it <laughs> is it the blue whale? Oh, he did have to eat a lot of vindaloo to fill up his tummy. Is oh. that is that a, is that a mammal? Is now we we're, we're not interested <laughs> in that on the show. Um, oh, yes, yeah, whales are mammal because they have to come up and breathe the air. They've got the little what air. They, what they get is you know. What happens with the blue the blue whale is when you have your spicy curry and you 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 get it out in the morning and it flushes it eventually ends up in the sea and guess who's eating that that dirty blue whale <laughs> that's right that's right what a it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what other fish eats it because the blue whale gets it in the end dirty rotter um right uh who <laughs> like life advice. Uh, apart from humans who else enjoys spicy food as a mammal um it's some sort of rodent um and i can't remember what so i'm just going to go with rat now i'm afraid none of you are correct however i like the idea that a blue whale is eating my shit at any given time because i tell you what they don't pay up when they buy the drugs you always have to send an enforcer around scumbags however dj critters you're very close Ooh. with your answer uh, amj i forgot what you said so you get no points uh, <laughs> Winston, you you get yourself 15 bonus points and dj critters it is in fact a tree shrew Ooh. so you get yourself 10 points i knew it was some sort of rodent i can't remember what though oh david I, attenborough i was expecting you to say amj because he's a fucking rat i've never heard of a tree <laughs> Well, you've learned something new tonight, my pickle. Oh, thank you. So, here's a nice easy one for you, Wilson. You you like history, don't you? Love it. Yeah, and you love politicians. We've discussed this before. Yeah, we have. We always talk about history. Wilson and me, we love nothing more than talk about history. But there's no future in it. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> That joke's never got a laugh on stage. Um, Wilson, <laughs> who, who famously said, my dear, you are ugly, 
but tomorrow I shall be sober and you will still be ugly. Um, now, I know this. This I know. It was... Um, it was... It was a famous actor, wasn't it? Oh, he, he was more of an... Imp- he's a good painter. The painter was Van Gogh. Oh, we thought, I don't know the answer. I just... That was the clue Geraldine just whispered into my ear. Oh, um, I'm going to say Lawrence. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, um, what's that guy's name? Oscar Wilde. Oh, I thought you could say Lawrence Loren Bowen then. <laughs> he loved painting walls. I was going to say that, but then it was a 60 minute makeover, so I changed it. Uh, uh, yeah, DJ Critters. Uh, who, who once said, my dear, you are ugly, but tomorrow I shall be sober. And you will still be ugly. Um, I believe it was Paul's dad. When talking to him. Yeah. Because um, his dad don't love him. Um, AMJ. Who said, my dear, you are ugly, but tomorrow I shall be sober. Uh, you will still be ugly. Uh, it was the legend that is Mr. Winston Churchill. Ah, shut the front door. AMJ actually got something right in this quiz. For that, he's getting a thousand bonus points. Bloody uh, hell. Oh, this is the greatest day ever. Now, is that because you remember when you'd done your fantastic Winston Churchill characterization comedy? Yeah. Uh, when I completely ripped off the pub landlord and pretended it was Winston Churchill for 10 Ah, that's the one. And who can forget Paul being Julius Caesar? It was the highlight oh. of the evening. As his toga fell off. Um, now, DJ Critters, uh, you get two points, but Wilson, you you answered with a lovely smile on your face. And I'm telling this for our listeners because they can't see this. Please, he's been smiling all the way through. So you get yourself a thousand and one points just for being <laughs> happy for being on it. Most people think this is a low light of their career. You generally look happy to be here, so thank you. The highlight of my evening. Oh, that's, that's good then because you know, I know sometimes you do real fun things in the evening. Like, but I am having a sucker of an evening. <laughs> <laughs> sucking on the M&M's. <laughs> um, uh, DJ Critters. Yeah. This question's to you first. Uh, the first hockey pucks used in early outdoor hockey games were made of what? Um, burnt wood. Uh, burnt wood? Yeah. Like charcoal? Yeah. Or just or charcoal. Charcoal, that's yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for. Well I'm glad I could be of assistance. Yes. Cheers, Dave. Because I... the forest I grew up in is now all charcoal because the poachers burnt down the trees and nicked my tusks and killed my mum and dad. Oh, anyway, keep, keeping it light. Um AMJ Keeping it light. Oh, the noise oh, is so... critters. Yeah. Like can you understand like what you do with a hockey puck you hit it with a stick yeah so how would charcoal work in a game of hockey i'll tell you what aj you keep your mouth shut until you give your answer because uh, you're known for giving dog shit answers uh, he said it was the first one so you know they, they hit it once and went no oh, that's shit let's go try something else instead did say the very first one <laughs> In fact, the very first one... Fair play. ...was an armadillo. <laughs> that makes sense. 
one hit and it breaks, then yeah, we're going to have to move on from that. That makes total sense. It does, actually. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel like a fool now, AMJ? No. AMJ, the first hockey pucks used in early outdoor hockey games were made of what? Well, working with that logic, probably a lump of soil or something. Dog shit. <laughs> was it white dog's poo? What, white dog? I haven't got around to asking you yet, Wilson. So I'm sorry. Keep that in case AMJ nicks it. You could kill someone with that. <laughs> AMJ, what was yeah. your final answer? Is Lump of Saw your answer? No, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go. I think it's something like a buffalo's testicle or something like that. I'm afraid I have to take right. your first answer. Oh, you. Those poor buffalo soldiers. Just like uh, I told you. Um, <laughs> Wilson, uh, the first hockey pucks used in early outdoor hockey games were made of what? Well, I, I was having a chat with um, Fred Flintstone the other day. And he said that he was the inventor of the first hockey stick. And it was him and Barney come up with it. And it was made of stone, he said. Stone? Stone, yeah. Rock. Rock. Yeah. Stone or rock. I I've got I've got a friend called Barney. He's 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 a little chihuahua. He's Well about Benny, Fred. What about Benny, Fred? Tell you what about Betty? She's probably fed up because she wants a child, and you can't produce the spunk, you jaffa b- Barney. <laughs> okay, moving Someone on. Someone saw the Flintstones is a very much different comedy, didn't you? Is that your takeaway from the Flintstones? <laughs> but that's why they had to adopt b- 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 and had to adopt their their baby pebbles. Bam, they, they don't oh, watch the Flintstones. Wait, do you know? You know they don't watch the Flintstones in the Middle East, but in they in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> actual answer. You all said it at one time, but you didn't give it as your actual answer. The answer Dog. was frozen cow dung. How did you? Oh, too close. I like the joke you said, Wilson. So you get yourself uh, eighty-two points for that. And the other two can have half a point each. Right. Uh, question number five, the penultimate question. Oh. Right. Now, we've had this question before, so I'm going to mix it up. How many verses are there in the Greek national anthem, A and J? Uh, the Greek national anthem. Uh, is this one of those trick questions? Where there's no verses in it, it's just a chorus. Well, just like um, the, the, the the Spanish national anthem, where it's just music. Exactly. I'm going to say there are no verses in the Greek national anthem. Sorry, all those Greek listeners, if this is wrong. Uh, I have a funny feeling it is. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Wilson, um, how, how many verses are there in the Greek national anthem? Um... I've heard that the Greek national anthem is just the sound of smashing plates. No verses, just smashing sounds for numerous minutes. What lovely smashing crockery they have in Greece. 
Um, right. Da, 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 da. Oh, DJ Critters. How, oh. how many verses are there in the national anthem of Greece? I seem to remember that there was quite a few. So I'm going to hazard a guess at 72. I'll tell you what, you're the closest one. The actual answer is 158. Bloody hell. Why? I don't know. I didn't fucking write it, Pet. Oh, sorry. Just giving you the fucking answer. We're trying to we're trying to give the listener education so we can go on the BBC and have those Rethian values. If you're educating, if you're educating, they, then they should know that with all the conflicts around the world, that Greece are smashing China. That's a good one, Pet. Unfortunately, mm. I was too far away from the microphone to pick up my laugh. <laughs> Ooh. Are you ready for the final question, Mr. Wilson? Yeah. yeah. Um, right. This this is a good question, because I said so. Right. Who who were the first television couple to be shown in bed together on primetime TV? Was it uh, Prince Charles and Diana? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to be sick again. Um, uh, DJ Critters, who, who were the first television couple to be shown in bed together on primetime television? I've got no idea. Um, I'm going to go with um, Ruth and um, in with the funny name from TV. <laughs> Eamon Holmes and Ruth. There you go. Ruth and Eamon Holmes. Yep, I'm going to go with that. Host of this morning, Ruth and Eamon Holmes. Yes. Are you suffering with Stinky Winky? (laughs) (laughs) I just like the idea of them having a lay-in or getting up late for the show. Sod it. We're doing it then. I've got to do the voice. Richard and Judy. Was it Richard and Judy? Richard would have probably been nuts deep in Judy at the time as they went live as well. He's such a card. <laughs> he famously oh, no. goes commando all the time. That's a fact for you. It is. I remember once when I met Richard from Richard and Judy fame and he'd just been to the toilet and he was wearing light grey trousers and he didn't shake his winky enough and he left an embarrassing piss stain on the front of his pants. Maybe that's because he shook his winky too much. No, I tasted it. It won't come, son. <laughs> Definitely urine. I'm glad he's going to cut out the swear words. <laughs> Don't forget, before Eamon Holmes and Ruth Paula Yates shed a bed with lots of people on the big breakfast. Mm, but that's not slag. prime time. That's breakfast. Was it, John, was it John Lennon and Yoko Ono? Oh, i tell you what, let AMJ have a guess first. But that's a good f***ing guess. Oh, right, AMJ, who were the first yeah. couple to be shown in bed together on primetime TV? I think it's something weird like Morecambe and White's, because they always shared a bed, didn't they? Mm. Good sunshine. They were, interesting enough, they were the first same-sex couple to share a bed on primetime TV. However... Good. They were not the first couple. Geraldine, can you reveal? Now, we talked about them earlier. Somehow we got into the conversation of those. And I thought, oh, bloody hell, this is a nice time for the last question tonight. It's Fred and Will Flintstone. 
Really? <laughs> How do you think she got that lovely rock pearl necklace? <laughs> but but they're not real though. But they're a television couple. That's the question. I don't which real people did I? Fair play. And that's where Bam Bam, bam come from. After he went Bam Bam, he, he suffered from premature ejaculation and he was named after the method of conception. Bam Bam! Done. They used to call him Two Pumps Flintstone at the Water Buffalo <laughs> Club. <laughs> he made the bedrock. Hey. hey! Where's that drum? We're doing. <laughs> it was the original. It was Bam Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Hey! Are you trying to say it's incestuous? No, no. The, the, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we get cancelled for this, of all things, I'll be devastated. Been great. Now, who, who, would right. like, who would it's like to bonus? It? <laughs> there's a bonus question if you'd like it. Oh. And I'm going to ask it. And this one goes to Quickest Finger. Because whoever's got the quickest finger I'm taking on tonight. What do I press for the quickest finger? Ju- just say, oh, fuck. And that's your buzzer. Oh, fuck. Yep, that's a good try. MJ, I'd like you to say Bedrock. Bedrock. And DJ Critters, I'd like you to say, I'm going to have fun editing this f***er. <laughs> right. So, c- c- I-, I need to hear you say it. I'm going to have fun editing this f***er. No need for the f***ing language, you dirty bastard. Right. So who composed the music for Sonic the Hedgehog 3? Oh, Bedrock. Yes, AMG. Is it Michael Jackson? Wilson, you get to have a go as well. Um, was it Tails? Was it Tails? I f***ing wish it was. I tell you what, it's Double Tail. I can have fun with that. He could make me f***ing hate that just by himself. Was it Paul Oakenfold? Paul Oakenfold? No. Um, That's what he went on to do. Sonic 3. (laughs) (laughs) Not even one of the big ones. Uh, was it Ariola Grandad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have fun editing this f***er. <laughs> 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 was it? Was it the great composer who has composed many stuff for for TV and everything like that? Is it Sir Elton John? No, you should listen to AMG. It's correct. Oh. It was Michael Jackson. F- me? No way. I'd rather not. I'd rather you f*** me. <laughs> that wasn't me. Are you sure? Very sure. By the way, that guest uh, wants to come back soon, so we best not play that when she's back. Let's use this one. Who was that? That one was actually Paul. Who's eating an ice cream? <laughs> oh, what lovely creamy buns you've got. Yeah, that's another little one I've got. Um, anyway, so where's AJ gone? I'm coming back. He's had enough. He's had enough. Moon walked off. We've upset him with too much Flintstone sex talk. I got a little quote. I got a little clip from last week. 
It's not f***ing pantomime. It's not. There's a rare time I swore. Of course you're going to use that one again. Exactly. But it's not f***ing pantomime. <laughs> Geraldine, can you come and give the results of the quiz, please? Ah, too f***ing right I can, Dave. Right. In third place is DJ Critters with a respectable 312 points. Woo. In second place, with 4,826 points, it's AMJ. But the winner... With 82,000 points and my heart, it's the lovely Wilson. How many points? 82,000. See, very good. I think your maths might be out there because I've I've added it up as 82,400. She is a giraffe. I'll tell you what, Wilson, I'll I'll bump it up to 100,000. I've got a bonus question just for you. Are you ready? I'm ready, I'm ready. What are the best earmuffs in the world? Uh, the ones that go over your ears. Like my f***ing thighs. <laughs> okay. Okay, Geraldine. 10,000 points to you. You've now got yourself 18,400 points. 98. But, but I'm a f***ing I don't know. Right, you've got 29 million points. Well done, Wilson. It's fantastic. 29 million points. Oh, I love is that it. The highest, is that the highest there's been on this show? I, I think it might be second highest. I think Sarah Mill's got 50 million last week. Yeah. I'm sure we'll beat that one time. Uh, when you come back, Pet, if you give me a good time at night time, yeah. I'll make sure you get the points. Now, <laughs> one thing one thing we do ask of our guests oh, is wait, what? wait, wait. What? We haven't got to that part yet, Critters. Now, there's a bit that DJ Critters would like to ask you. There you go, now you can. <laughs> one thing we always ask our guests is if you could do a little jingle for us, a little sound bite um, of your, however you want to do it. But generally, most people do it a bit like... Hello, I'm Trevor Feelgood and I'm a dreamer. Trevor Feelgood. Um, My name is Ashley Evans, and I am a dreamer. Uh, who else we got? Anyone else? Oh, last week's guest. Hello, I'm Sarah Mills, and I'm a dreamer. And even. My name's Nigel Lovell, and I am a dreamer. So, if you uh, if you're up for doing something like that, yeah, sure. Go on, then. The stage is yours. Dunna for me name Wilson Milton and I may want to tell you I'm a dreamer. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. Right, uh, before we wrap up the show, um, Wilson, there's two more things I want to ask you. Um, one is, uh, do you have anything to promote right now? Yes. Is this is this going out to people in Kent? It's go- worldwide, mate. Worldwide, right, well. Mainly two, Kent. Two things, mainly Kent. Okay, I'll go with the one option then. On the uh, 10th of September, at the Oak Hotel in Ramsgate, I am putting on a professional comedy night. I will be hosting and there will be three fantastic acts on the bill. Headlined by Rich Wilson, who's done TV warm-up and all manner of good things. And it's £10 a ticket. That's the Oak Hotel in Ramsgate, 10th of September. And how can we buy tickets to this? 
you can either go online on Facebook to the Ha Ha Harbour Comedy Club and there'll be a link on there or you can go directly to the Oak Hotel in Ramsgate and buy paper tickets from the reception. Don't worry, Pat. We'll make sure our producer puts that on for you in the links this week. Now, Lovely. I did hit Paul and AMJ not on the line up because you said you got a good night of comedy. Oh, 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 stop slacking off the other presenters, Geraldine. They might get rid of us one day. Um, now, Wilson, one last thing. Yeah. We have all of our special guests to do this. Could you please give our listener a word of advice? Um, stop trying to please everybody. Just, if you want to be a c- be a c- <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. Very, very sage advice. Thank you very much. Who that? And, don't, and, uh, and don't, don't bother with the vaccine. <laughs> uh, what, what about for those who've already had it? Can can they have it sucked back out of them? I'm sorry oh, for <laughs> If you've already had it, then don't have another one when they tell you to get another one, because they will. Oh, thank, thanks. I was I was looking forward to my third jab, but now I won't because you look like an, a very decent, honourable member of the public. Thank you very much, Wilson. <laughs> uh, uh, unless unless the vet tells me to. I've got to do what the vet says. Always listen to the vet. Yeah. And well, I don't want to upset them because I have to pay for the privilege as well. So. Don't upset the vet. It sounds like a game show already. Well, <laughs> next year's Edinburgh. Don't upset the vet. Don't We're upset up as the vet. vet. This is my set and it's called Don't Upset the Vet. And, and, and if you do upset the vet, You'll get visited by Rolf Harris in Animal Hospital. Two little boys. I think on that note, we shall wrap up for this week's show and say thank you very much for uh, our amazing guest. Um, by the way, have you got any um, social media pages that we can promote? Yes, um... Uh, don't bother with don't bother with Twitter because that's, that's a very serious side of me. Unless you unless you want politics and uh, conspiracy rants, um, and just in case you do, that's that's at Wilson stand up <laughs> on, on Instagram. An elephant and a giraffe for nearly forty minutes. <laughs> and then on Instagram, uh, Wilson's jokes or. On Facebook, Wilson the Comedian is my comedy page. Or look me up on YouTube to see me actually do some funny stand-up. Wilson the Comedian on YouTube. And that's it, really. He is a fantastic comedian. I've seen him several times. And he always blows my socks off with laughter. And and I've not seen him perform it in a while. Because he's, he's an old bit of material. But I really love his accents. I don't know what accent you talk of. <laughs> Any of them. I only got the one. Oh, that's good enough. <laughs> oh, I must be thinking of someone else. Oh, John Coltshaw, that's what I'm thinking of. He can do lots of voices. <laughs> am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? He didn't even give Wilson a chance to say goodbye to our listener. Uh, goodbye. Whatever goodbye accent you want. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You just said goodbye to our listener. Like there's yeah. only one. 
Yeah, do you ever feel good? <laughs> Is have I just spent the last fifty minutes talking to one listener? Yeah, Trevor Feelgood. And, th- and then I've tried to sell tickets to Trevor Feelgood to my show. Yeah, <laughs> Look, You're not going to book him, so you might as well try and get a ticket out of him. I booked him for November. Oh, f***. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, says, says me, who always books him. Um, me too. I love Trevor Feelgood. I do, but not in that way. Not in the way Geraldine does. Yeah, sure? thanks. Thanks Thanks for listening anyway. it's been It's been emotional. It's been a journey. We, it we, has. It's been a roller coaster. Although we know we've got at least two listeners, because Al Baldino listens every week. We've got lots more. Is he? Yeah. Uh, I love that baby joke that he does if he's listening. If you're listening, Ed, Al Baldino, that baby joke's lovely. Really good joke. And uh, <laughs> do you want to eat first? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Baby yeah. wipes. Baby wipes, that's it. Musical Insights.